0: This fresh coat of the startup life has been sprayed on nice and smooth by Wagner and the Flexel series of paint sprayers. Startup Nation, my wife decided she wanted to rehab her childhood home. The goal was to fix it up and invite a nice family to rent it out. We knew one of the biggest jobs we had to undertake was painting. However, from the walls, the cabinets, and even the siding outside, it was going to be a big task. As entrepreneurs with a company to run, we knew this was going to take up a lot of our time, which is why we decided to get a paint sprayer. And after much research, we decided to go with the sprayer from the Flexio series from Wagner. Startup Nation, these sprayers are top-notch because of its flexibility to paint or stain walls, furniture, cabinets, and more. It's 10 times faster than using a paintbrush, which was a big selling point for us. And you can paint or stain right from the can. It's also easy to clean in five minutes and being great for indoor and outdoor projects, a paint sprayer from the Flexio series clearly needs to be part of the arsenal in your garage. So if you're ready to stain your deck or like me, fill your daughter's request of a bubblegum pink room, up your game with a paint sprayer from the Flexio series by Wagner. Take it from me, your time will thank you it's time to be about that life the startup life here's your host dominic lawson all right startup nation so i hope you're ready to receive some value today my name is dominic lawson and this is the startup life the show for entrepreneurs and career-minded professionals you know startup nation in this game of entrepreneurship this game of business we hear a lot about you know uh you know building a brand and you hear a lot about you know uh, you know, uh, defeat the competition or just, just really this whole notion of, you know, uh, cutthroat, doggy, dog world. But what if I told you that, you know, having uh, a sense of etiquette and a sense of manners could be a very successful path also, uh, to entrepreneurship. Uh, so today's guest is going to help us out with that. Her name is Nita Patel and she is the author of Boss Vibes, Self Esteem, Success and the Art of Etiquette. Nita, how are you today, ma'am?
1: I'm great. Thank you so much for having
0: me. Oh, no worries. No worries. We're so glad uh, to have you here on The Startup Life. You know, if if we could, before we kind of dive into the book and what you do, if you would just kind of share your origin story, if you don't mind, your background, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, So I was born in England, partially Mm -hmm. raised there, Um, moved to the States when I was pretty young. Okay, Uh, But we traveled back and forth a lot through my elementary years and so one of the reasons I wrote my book is because I was able to experience such a vast difference in culture growing up and it became relevant as I got into my corporate career. Gotcha. Um, but, um, I have been in the States ever since and I have a background in psychology and I have been in the corporate technology world <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: oddly enough with, with, the psychology background. Um, and, you know, through that time, I did a lot of hiring. I was in various leadership roles, and I did a lot of hiring and interviewing. And that is where I came to realize that there was essentially a gap in how people were presenting themselves, how they were showing up, basically. Gotcha. And I felt responsible to write a book. I, I always knew that I wanted to write a book. I never right knew exactly what it would be about but when I went through this period of hiring so many people in a short span of time you know that's where that's where my part of my inspiration came from to say this is the information that I want to share with the world mm-hmm. and um, so I started on the journey to write my book
0: got gotcha. you got gotcha. you thank you uh for sharing that and once again and I'm sorry I did not mention this startup nation you can purchase that book now that book is available. Uh, now we have a link there in the show notes for easy access if you're listening to the replay on the podcast. So kind of tell us about Boss Vibes a little bit. I think it was uh, a, a fascinating read because, like I said, you you definitely kind of go against the grain of what we hear when it comes to entrepreneurship and building a brand and stuff like that. Just kind of talk about the book a little bit, if you don't mind.
1: Sure. Um, so, like I said, you know, the gap that I saw in people not exactly knowing how to present themselves, Right. you know, to me from an entrepreneurial standpoint, we are our brands today, Mm -hmm. you know, our face, our actions, what we do uh, very much represents our business and um, what we're trying to fulfill through our entrepreneurship. And so um, boss vibes is really about all of our micro actions, what we, you know, how we get dressed, how we, present ourselves when we're in a meeting or in the office um or even if we're out and about uh and it's not just for business relationships you know it's also personal social relationships right but it's kind of one and the same at that point you know it's all of our micro actions which determines how we respect ourselves and i think that's where um this comes into and this translates to your brand because if you don't respect yourself then how can you be respected by others? Right. Right. And then if we're not respected by others, that, that means we're not going to get the sales. We're not going to get the promotions. We're not going to get the relationships that we're building. You know Um, it it really affects everything. It's a cascading effect um, when you're not respecting yourself and others are not respecting you in turn. And so, um, you know, I, I think that that's, that was very, very important to convey, and a lot of just different scenario based here's how you can make this 2 degree shift to be seen in a more elevated light
0: right right thank you for sharing that you know you talk a lot about respect just now and, and one of the things that we often you know hear about Uh, in, in entrepreneurship and stuff like that, it's being fashionably late, right? You know, if they, you know, if they really want something from me, they can wait and something like that. But you say late is never great. You talk about this in your book. Kind of talk about that a little bit, if you don't mind.
1: Absolutely. You know, I I think that being, again, (laughs) this all goes back to respect, you know, when you're, when you're not on time, you're basically telling someone that you don't respect that person. Uh, now that person could be a client. It could be a personal relationship. Um, but why is someone wanna, going to want to do business with you if you're not showing them that respect of showing up on time? You know, so a lot of the things that I talk about, they're very simplistic in nature. But I think we kind of look past them, and um, you know, make it. I think we give it that sense of entitlement almost, gotcha. to say, like Fair you enough. said. <laughs> You know, if they want something from me, they can wait. But but it's really disrespecting yourself and the person that you're in business with.
0: Got you. Got you. Thank you for sharing that. Another thing you talk about in the book is something that I guess me and you are both trying to do right now is be a great guest and an excellent host. Uh, if you will, just, if you would just kind of talk about some of those things to keep in mind, you know, when it comes to whether you're, I guess, hosting a dinner party for a business function or whatever the case may be. Can you share some of those tenants with us?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think I- I- as far as dinner parties go, of course, these days we're doing a lot less. Of course, of those. <laughs> right. Of course, right. <laughs> um, But it's really about, you know, and modern etiquette, in general, and everything I talk about in the book in general has so much to do with awareness. You know, knowing where you are, who you're surrounded by, knowing your audience, and then taking the right action um, in accordance to that. Right. Whether you're hosting a dinner party, whether you're um, at a business lunch, you know, whether you're out at dinner with a client, it's really about the awareness. And, and when I talk about the awareness, um, You know, especially in the startup life,
0: people think that they can show up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) People think that they can show up, you know, with maybe torn jeans and a t shirt. And that may not be appropriate for the person that you're having your lunch or dinner with. And so, those are a lot of those minor things that you may not think about, but they're huge because they really represent who you are, they represent your brand. And so, um, you know, it starts with awareness and and doing research, you know, it's simple. We have access to all kinds of information these days. So taking the two seconds to do the research, to say, where am I going? Who am I meeting? You know, um, what is the environment like? And, And just taking the right action according to that.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing that. And and, no, you're you're absolutely right. You know, you you said earlier, we're not really doing a whole bunch of dinner parties uh, and stuff like these, these, these days, but we're doing a lot of social distancing and and, and stuff like that. And and I imagine that, you know, you know, being uh, mindful of etiquette is probably just as important, if not more important uh, now more than ever. Would you say that or is it the same? What's your take on that? Uh,
1: I would say it's. You know, it's always been important, of course, but I think I think that um, given the times that we're in now, it really highlights the importance. Uh, and, you know, we can talk about personal hygiene, for example. Right. You know, if we were practicing all of the personal hygiene the way we should be, mm-hmm. Um You know, we probably wouldn't have to be at the extreme levels to where we're sanitizing our hands every 30 seconds when we're out. (laughs) Um, You you know, it's very, very basic. And I I point a lot of those basic personal hygiene things out in my book about how to cough and sneeze when you're in public Um, and, and, you know, touching your hair and your face and and all of those things which are distractive, but they're also – not very sanitary you know when you're doing them in public and so i i think that it's very very relevant today and um again just being mindful of where you're at and who you're in front of but there are a lot of things that you know one of the things that i say in my book is uh, etiquette is not a jacket that you put on when you walk out the door it's something that you practice in the home as well so Um, in this case, you know, we're talking about hygiene, it's important that you practice those same things in your home as you do outside, because if you don't do it at home, you're not going to do it outside, you're going to forget. And and so, you know, it's something that you really just need to imbibe all the time to be able to practice it when you are out. Uh, And and these days, you know, we're at home with everyone in our house. And so (laughs) it's still important to practice hygiene and and cover your mouth when you're coughing and sneezing and um, those type of very, very basic things. So, yeah, I I think um, to your question, it's very, very relevant now more than ever.
0: Absolutely. And I I would also imagine that probably wearing a mask uh, out in public and now more than ever is probably plays into the etiquette as well. Is that fair to say as well, when you're talking about hygiene and keeping people safe and stuff like that?
1: Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I, um, it's interesting, but before all of this started, mm-hmm. when I would get on the plane, um, I travel a lot. And so when I get on the plane, I-, I would say more so through the winter months than the summer months. Mm-hmm. But I pretty much got into a habit to wear. I would wear a mask as soon as I got on the plane. And um, I would put a little drop of peppermint or lavender uh, in-, in my mask and just put it on. And, you know, there's all kinds of things. smells right in the plane you never know but especially in the flu season for example people are coughing and sneezing and you know a lot of people get sick because they're traveling and so that would protect me from getting sick because i always had to get to a place and i couldn't afford any downtime i you know have to go present or um i would have to be at my best and so i couldn't afford that so that was a practice interestingly enough it was a practice that i had imbibed. before all of this happened Um, and and yeah, I I can't tell you how many times, you know, it saved me from getting sick. So um, now that it's mandatory in public, um, I think it's very important to do that, to protect yourself, you know, and and
0: others. For sure. For sure. Thank you for sharing that. Once again, startup nation, we're talking to Nita Patel, the author of boss vibe, self-esteem success and the art of etiquette. And if you want to get your copy of boss vibes. Make sure you check out the show notes there uh, with the link. The link is there in the show notes for easy access. I'm sorry about that. If you're listening to the replay on the podcast. Now, Nita, I see you have a, a, a chapter in here uh, called Hey Teens, which I guess is you know a kind of way for teens to kind of be mindful of their etiquette and, and stuff like that. Honestly, when I'm looking at some of these bullet points, I think adults can probably uh, take a lot of this away uh, as well for themselves. Uh, but you, you talk about things like shake hands firmly. You talk about uh, don't interrupt others or worse, shout over them, which I think is super important uh, given our political climate these days. Uh, but one <laughs> of the things that I definitely, uh, wanted to talk to you about is, uh, mood should not dictate your manners. I think that's so, uh, important. Why did you, first of all, why did you want to have that part in there for teens? But why, you know, but to, I guess also talk about that whole mood should not dictate your manners. Cause I think that happens a lot, even with us adults.
1: It, it does. You're right. Mm. And, and you know, the teens chapter is not just for teens, of it's course. for everyone. Right. But the reason I felt, that it was a good place to point it out because I think teens are not aware that their moods are constantly changing. And, you know, it, it's very natural. It's a very biological um, thing that happens <laughs> as teens are kind of going through their um, their period um, in that age. And um, so they're not really aware. And so I felt that it was important for them to know that, you know, this is something that is going to happen. It's natural, but that shouldn't dictate how you treat other people. Um, you know, it shouldn't dictate your, how you conduct yourself and your manners towards others right. because, and you're right, that translates 100% to adults. Um, in my success and confidence coaching that I do, Um, you know, it's not just about, we don't go into the details of just how you physically present yourself. It's your mindset as well. You know, when we talk about how you show up, it's not just how you show up physically dressed. It's how you show up with your attitude, your mindset, you know, being positive. Those are all just as important because If you're showing up at a meeting and, you know, you have a thousand dollar suit on, but you have a terrible attitude, that's not going to do anyone any good, you know. And so, yeah, it it absolutely translates to everyone, teens, kids and adults.
0: All right, Startup Nation. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We got to pay some bills. Once again, my name is Dominic Lawson and you're listening to The Startup Life. Trestle powers this episode of The Startup Life. And it's all unlimited. Calling, texting, and all of the powerful call management features like auto attendance, call recording, user groups, and more for just $15 per user per month. With Tresta, there's no contract. And you don't need any special hardware just your smartphone you're already using tresta is easy to configure so you can set everything up yourself all online avoiding all the hassle and high overhead costs of setting up a traditional business phone system which is important because as entrepreneurs we are always trying to cut cost and time they're often a 30-day free trial so you can see if tresta's virtual phone system is right for you communicate smarter and more efficiently with tresta Start now at tresta.com forward slash startup life. That's T R E S T A dot com forward slash startup life. The link is there in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast. Tresta, business communication simplified. All right, Startup Nation, welcome back as we continue our conversation with today's guest here on The Startup Life. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you uh, for sharing that. And you also talk about you know things like dressing like the stars, like you just talked about, and also leave that phone. Alone, I think you know. Like I said, all of us kind of do that, but teenagers kind of do that uh, a little bit more, maybe than others, or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, But I'm so glad for that uh, that chapter. Even though, like I said, it's for everybody, not just teens. But I have a I have a 14 year old uh, son, and he's into girls and stuff like that. You kind of talk about dating do's and don'ts in there. You have some fascinating stuff in there. Like one of the ones was uh, about you know chopsticks. You know, kind of practicing with chopsticks and stuff like that. Kind of talk about those dating do's and don'ts for teens, if you don't mind.
1: Sure. Um, you know, I, this was this was kind of a fun topic because I think that right. a lot of you know, it's just there's so much innocence. In of course, <laughs> when teens are going on dates, there's um, a lot of unknowns, a lot of innocence, and so I felt that this was just a brief little introduction to help prepare someone to say, you know here, practice these things, you know, um, learn how to place a napkin on your lap. Um, a a lot of times, you know, and this goes for adults as well, when you're done with your meal, you know, you think that you're going to help the server out and you stack everything and, you know, you fold your napkin back up and everything. And so you don't want to do that. You know, that's something that you want to leave for the server. If you're out, um, at a restaurant, that's something that you want to leave for the server. Uh, because they have a format of how they pick things up. And when you kind of make up your own way of how you think it should be done, it makes it difficult for, you know, someone, let's say a server's, um, it's their second day on the job and they're not sure how to pick up everything that you just stacked. That could lead to a terrible accident. And so, you know, those are just some um, little things, you know, and everything that I talk about, they're very simple. And that's why I refer to it as a two degree shift. They're very simple things to, to learn or implement in your life, Um, but it makes such a big difference. You know, it leads to learning how to kind of go through your day with ease, being graceful, you know, having elegance in, in how you conduct yourself And, um, so some of these things are very much connected to that. Um, like you said, chopsticks, I I think this is, this is probably a challenge for a lot of people, you know, give me the fork instead.
0: Of course.
1: But if you go to an authentic restaurant that doesn't have a fork, you know, you don't want to be embarrassed. And so learning how to, you know, get some and practice at home, learn how to pick something up, um, in the privacy of your home when you're not in front of people that you're going to embarrass.
0: Right. Right. For Um, sure.
1: And then um, some of the other things that I talk about is, is what you do and don't eat with your hands. And I just mentioned it briefly in the teen chapter, um, but in the dining chapter, you know, I go into a lot more details of what you can and can't pick up. You know, I I think a lot of times I want to say, okay, use your common sense. And just know, you know, where you are and is it acceptable to pick something up with your hands or is it not? Um, but again, everything goes back to just know where you're at, because some every rule is going to be different. The same rule is going to be different everywhere. Uh, when you're at a casual place, the rules are a little bit different versus when you're fine dining. You know, the rules are going to be a little bit different. And so just do your research and know where you're going to be what gotcha. their expectations are
0: right thank you uh for sharing that and, and before we transition i, I guess i just want to hear like a you know a, a story uh you know from you you know just kind of share you know how some of these things have helped you personally in building your brand and, and building your career um
1: you know i i would say that it's definitely given me a lot of confidence gotcha so like i mentioned i I was partially raised in in London, and right. so um, a, a lot of things that we would consider here in the states to be very formal were very much every day. <laughs> That's just how you you know conduct yourself. That's right. just how you are. Um and so you know, learning having that as my foundation, and learning some of those practices um, really helped me see that this was, you know, this is, if I do something like this, if I sit up tall and, um, you know, it's going to make me feel better about myself um, versus slouching, you know, a a very simple example, when you're slouching, you don't feel confident. You're not making good decisions. You almost feel lazy. um, Versus when you're sitting up tall, you're ready to learn. You're able to retain information. And so I think a lot of, the things that I talk about in the book um, translate to, and that's one of the reasons that I wanted to, you know, share this information with the world. Is when you practice these things, it certainly allows for that respect factor, but it also makes you feel more confident about yourself. Right. And that's something that you know it did for me. Is it helped me feel confident so that I was able to um, ask for certain things in life. I was able to. Um, you know, some of the things that I do on, on the side is uh, I'm an artist. And so I love creating abstract artwork. And, um, I had a gallery call me one day and they said, Hey, you know, we're wanting to show your artwork in Paris at this uh, gallery. And, um, again, going back to that awareness of who am I talking to? What are they capable of? Um, but also having the confidence of asking for what you want. And so I, I uh, cut a brace to myself and I asked, well, I said, what about a museum? Can I, show my? Um, do you have the ability to show my work in a museum? Right. And there was a silence where I was, uh, you know, I was cringing in that moment. I was like, oh my gosh, I should not have asked. That. <laughs> but I was still able to ask the question and have the confidence in, you know, what's the worst they can say? No. It's true. Well, the gentleman came back a couple seconds later and he said, well, if you're willing to wait a couple of weeks, then we can have your work shown in the loop. And, oh, wow, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I asked right. the question in the right moment. Um, and, and so, you know, it's just given me a lot of success in different moments in life where I was able to ask, have the confidence to ask for those type of things. Or again, you know, it's how you show up and, and how people see you and your brand. And and that's very important when you're an entrepreneur, because people want to do business with you based on how you show up.
0: Right. And, and is. it is, it's funny. Well, not funny, but it's just so true that like even more and more these days, you know, with the advent of social media and stuff like that, people care a lot more probably than five years ago, 10 years ago, more about that personal brand, probably more than ever. Wouldn't you say that?
1: I would absolutely say that. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Once again, Startup Nation, we're actually uh, talking to Nita Patel, the author of uh, Boss Vibes, Self-Esteem, Success and the Art of Etiquette. And if you want to get uh, that book, once again, we have that link there in the show notes for easy access. If you listen to the replay on the podcast. Also, if you're thinking about becoming a, a certified coach uh, with her five step program, make sure you go to Nita patelcom We have that link there in the show notes as well, if you would, cause that's coming in January, 2021, correct?
1: That is that correct. Okay. Kind can, uh, can of talk about
0: the program a little bit, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, of course. So my uh, confidence, confidence success program is um, it's about working through your, like I said, you know, your personal presence is not just about your exterior, your Oh, your exterior. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Right. (laughs) It's also about your internal thoughts and your mindsets. And so in the program, we talk we start with the internal mindset. Mm. You know, we talk about and we work through how you manage your fears, the power of forgiveness. Uh, you know, a lot about letting go of your past. And so once you kind of understand that and, and are able to let go of some of that, then you can build confidence. Then you can create awareness around what you're doing, you know, learning how to be present, learning how to um, present yourself, you know, through that inner, um, the inner work. Uh, And then once we do that, then we talk about the external piece where how do you dress for success? How do you communicate? What does your body language say about you? Uh, And and then where do you want to go? You Mm -hmm. know, what is it that you want to do? Are you looking for are you? A professional in the corporate world and are you looking to take your career to the next level are you looking for a promotion or are you looking to become an entrepreneur um you know are you looking to expand your client base and so we go into the details of that and create uh, a personalized accountability model based on the client's needs
0: gotcha Gotcha. Thank you for sharing that. And once again, Startup Nation, if you want to become a certified coach, make sure you check the link in, there in the show notes. And if you listen on radio, it's nita-patel.com. Uh, we have that link there for you uh, as well. And you talked about being an artist and stuff like that. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm looking at the cover of your book. Is that your art as well?
1: It is. OK.
0: OK. I, I thought so. Kind can, can of talk about, you know, your journey as an artist and, and what goes into uh, your art like you know is it like a, you know I, I'm not an artist in that in that regard but I, I'm always fascinated about people's creative process can you share that with us a little bit
1: yeah you know I think of it as a right brain left brain balance
0: gotcha
1: I think our culture is um you can either be dictates, you can either be left-brained or right-brained. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you're not able to find balance. Let's say as an entrepreneur, if you're a very creative person and you keep being, you know, you're told constantly that you're, you're right brain person, you know, <laughs> the, the, the judgments that you create for yourself then are, okay, well then I, I'm not going to be able to manage my business as a creative. Right. Uh but what the message that I want to share with everyone is that's not true. You know, we weren't made just to be one side of the brain, mm-hmm. um, and to be able to, you know, focus and use one side of the brain. So I think it's it's a balance when you're able to use be left brained at, you know, times and also be right brained. And so um throughout my corporate years, I was always a creative. I created artwork whenever. Um, I had time and that led over time. It led to I started showing in galleries locally and then I started showing um, kind of across the world in Europe, Mm -hmm. UK um, and in the States. And so, you know, I I, I still do it. Of course, this year has been a little bit different, but um, it's just something that I enjoy. And, you know, it's a, a creative outlet for me.
0: Gotcha, and I want to ask how it's been kind of different in the era of a COVID. Before I go there, though, uh, I'm curious about something because as a creative, you know, I, I create a lot of episodes for the show and stuff like that, and people always ask me, "Hey, Dominic, so you know, what's your favorite uh, episode? If you were gonna, you know, share an episode with somebody, what's your favorite episode?" And I swear. Depending on when they ask me, it's something different. Do you feel that way about your art as well? Like maybe like, you know, a, a period of time in your life, like, no, this is the this is the piece. And like another period of time. No, this is the piece. Do you feel like that as well? Sometimes I'm just curious about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think we evolve as people and gotcha. who you were last year is, you know, you're, you're going to have a different response. That's so true. six months from now, three months from now. Uh, because for the most part we're learning, we're growing, right. we're progressing. And so yeah, I, I think that's completely natural and normal.
0: Gotcha. And, and how has things been for you, you know, during COVID and and, and kind of navigating these waters? You kinda talked about a little bit about going out and wearing a mask and stuff like that. I'm actually gonna uh you know, do that whole peppermint drop thing in my mask. I think that's gonna be cool. <laughs> uh but kind of talk about your experience, you know, over the past what is this wearing what? month what is eight nine ten I forgot 2020 feels like 20 years now so I, I'm not <laughs> sure uh, so but how has it been for you Nita um
1: you know it was uh it, it was a little tough at the beginning because gotcha. I had my solo show right right before everything shut down right. and you know it's like oh my gosh how am I get, how are people going to see my artwork but um I quickly transitioned online and, um, you know, it, it's been fantastic ever since then. Like you said, social media, I definitely leveraged like a lot of people. I leveraged social media to share my work. Mm-hmm. And, um, I ended up, I've ended up creating a lot of commission work since then. Um, probably more than I ever have. Gotcha. <laughs> very, very, very interesting. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, it's been great. Um, and then with the coaching, you know, everything has transitioned online. But I think it's actually been good for me because I'm able to work with more people because I'm not spending time driving back and forth. Right. But I'm also able to work with people, you know, across the country. And so I have honestly seen it as a blessing to be able to network and connect with people across the world, across the country and build those relationships, even though it was through zoom. Um, you know, I think it's been fantastic. Um, so while the pandemic is terrible, um, I I think that being virtual and shifting to that virtual mode has been a a very nice shift.
0: Got you. Got you. Thank you uh, for sharing that. Nita, what's your entrepreneurial superpower and why?
1: My entrepreneur superpower. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say connecting with people. Uh, I, I think that that's just something that I naturally enjoy.
0: Gotcha. And
1: when you connect with someone, you, you know, understand them, you kind of learn what they're about, who they are. I think that it makes doing business with them much, much easier. Gotcha. Um, you know, I, I think it's a foundation of, of whether it's a client, a business partner Um, whatever it might be, even in your personal life. You know, I I think that when you are able to understand someone a little bit deeper and create a connection, um, Mm -hmm. everything else happens a little bit more
0: naturally. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing. Do I sound louder all of a sudden just now to you or does sound the same? No. Okay. No,
1: no, it sounds the same.
0: Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate all of that. And before I ask the last question, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the startup life. We've had, An amazing talk uh, talking about your book, Boss Vibes, Self-Esteem, Success and the Art of Etiquette. Once again, Startup Nation, if you want to purchase that book, I think you want to add this to your entrepreneurial toolkit uh, for sure. If you want to purchase that book, we have a link there in the show notes for easy access. Also, if you want to be uh, a certified confidence coach uh, as well, go to Nita Patel, -patel nita-patel.com. That link is also there in the show notes as well. Uh, and actually, Nita, I'm actually going to turn the microphone over to you because, you know, given everything that's going on during COVID and just honestly, the the difficulties and you know, adverse uh, situations of just building a business is very difficult. Uh, just kind of give us some words of encouragement to take us out for the day, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it is tough and you um, have all these preconceived notions that You have to work 24 seven and you lose your personal social life. Um, But I would say, you know, really be intentional about what you're doing. Make sure that it is truly your purpose and and it feels like the right thing to do, Um, because when you're serving in your purpose, doors open up for you. And so, you know, I would just say stay focused, keep learning every day, every week and, um, you know, create boundaries. Those would be the top five things that I would share and make sure that you have boundaries so that you're not losing yourself because when you don't create boundaries, you know, you're, you're not resting, you're not able to rejuvenate and then it's difficult to work the next day. Um, and it's, it gets very stressful. Um, so in order to balance and manage that stress, um, you know, definitely have make time to rest and rejuvenate. Um, but also be very intentional. Uh, and, you know, as long as you're being completely honest with yourself and um, you know that you're serving your purpose, the doors will open and um, you you will find success.
0: I hear that. You will find success. major. And I appreciate that, Nita. And that's going to wrap up this session of The Startup Life. Once again, we want to thank Nita Battelle for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Nita.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having
0: me. No worries. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the Startup Life. If you want to let us know what you think about our show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the Startup Life podcast Facebook page. And while you are there, like and follow our page as well. It's a great way for us to engage with you, Startup Nation, and really grow our community. The link is there in the show notes. Subscribe to the show as it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play